So the Virginia Tech Lady Hokies, we kind of touched on this, but they knocked off Clemson this past Sunday. It was not the most raucous environment over at Castle Coliseum, but it was the type of win that inspires confidence going forward. And we'll get to the thoughts of Debbie Antonelli, analyst for ESPN, ACC Network, and Westwood One, as we are a Westwood One affiliate. Uh, We'll get to that momentarily, but here's what Kenny Brooks had to say about that game and telling his team to not be Georgia anymore, but finding someone else that is not going to be Georgia anymore, but can still give exceptional production. I told the group before the game, no one's going to be Georgia. All right, so don't try to be Georgia. Just be the best versions of yourselves. And, um, you know, it was dicey at times, but, you know, I thought we made plays at times. And um, uh, I thought Elizabeth was tremendous, and not just because of the 31 points, but the way that she played, very efficient, 15 for 22. Uh, she had a look on her face, a uh, look on her face like, okay, I'm not going to be denied. I got to be a little bit better. We had a lot of conversations this week of what more we need from her. And if anything, uh, Kenny Brooks said that afterwards, this is the type of spot where, I mean, you, you don't like losing anybody. Certainly head injuries are very serious. And Brooks didn't elaborate, but if you kind of read between the tea leaves, uh, read between the lines and read the tea leaves, it, it sounds like there was a concussion there. And you want to be as judicious as possible with head injuries in particular, but there is a, a kind of a blessing in disguise nature, and that is, at least from our perspective, you learn who else can step up, and therefore it might make you a more potent team come March. Now, is that theory off base? That's where we get perspective from Debbie Antonelli, voice that you hear so often on ESPN. She does games with the ACC Network, and even right here across the Virginia Talk Radio Network for Westwood One. Debbie, a pleasure to speak with you for the Virginia Tech Lady Hokies. Um, Is it a potential blessing in disguise that certainly you want to get Georgia Amor back to full health, and if it's a head injury and signs point to that, it's serious, uh, and certainly that's not to be taken lightly, that they're learning how to find ways to step up without her and it could make them even more dangerous come March well first of all thank you for having me on the show and uh, I'm I'm happy to talk talk about Virginia Tech in a lot of different ways Uh, any good coach which Kenny Brooks is will have time in practice where you're playing without your best player so I'm sure there's reps in practice without Kitley there's been reps in practice without Georgia Amor, and you prepare for that just in case the worst scenario happens, which is that you lose one of your best players. And actually, she's trending towards potentially the ACC Player of the Year. She's certainly in the conversation, Georgia Amor. Uh, so I, I think what you do is you you get your team ready in case that happens, and and so that you are ready when it does, if it should. And uh, Kenny Brooks has absolutely done that. So um, we hope Georgia is going to be able to come back soon. Um, as basketball fans, we all want our all teams healthy. So uh, that's probably what I would say. So a blessing in disguise, maybe, but something they would have thought about before the season started. How much more has this Virginia Tech team evolved over the course of this season and even the last couple of weeks when they lost those back-to-back road games against Florida State and Duke? Well, I think you're in a constant journey and evolution, right? And you're trying to find others that can make plays, and it takes some load off of Kitley and Amor. Quite frankly, Kayla King is starting to come on, which I think is really important. They have to have her. She's the third piece of that core. And then the, the transfers, Eck and Misha, have done a really good job of starting to blend in. And Olivia Sumiel is a player who's familiar with the ACC. She played at Wake Forest. So, I think that helps that you can find others that can make plays while you're developing your, your other talent. And uh, don't forget the Wenzel kid has done really nice in spot work. 
where she's come in and been very aggressive on the glass, played good defense. Um, I think, you know, he's got a good solid eight, and that's what I think you need. Debbie Antonelli, analyst, ESPN, Westwood One, CBS. She's multifaceted and joining us now in the fast lane. Debbie, pivoting from the Virginia Tech Lady Hokies to the Virginia Lady Cavaliers, who got a big victory at Florida State this past Sunday. How big was that for Coach Mox and this team and finding what it takes to win in the ACC as challenging as that's proving to be? Yeah, that's really important. That's a big win because they hadn't won yet. And, and there are ways that you find wins in practice without the win column being effective. But, you know, Cameron Taylor has been playing like an ACC front, first teamer on the front line. She's been dominant on the glass. And I think when you get a win like that on the road against a team that's an NCAA team that has great guard play and has one of the best scorers in the league, uh, I think that just validates what you're doing. So you're now you're telling your players we got to stick to the process and just keep getting a little bit better. They've been in games, uh, and this is this will help them for sure. I think Mo Johnson, their point guard, is really learning how to play point guard in the ACC against the league where there's a lot of good point guards. You mentioned the point guard play picking up for the Virginia Lady Cavaliers and what they've started to get out of that. How much of this is the product of there are a lot of players on this team that either weren't here last year or were injured for a good chunk of the ACC? And while it's the second year for Coach Mox, there's still, it seems, a lot of learning on the fly of how to get through the grind of a conference slate where, I mean, literally it looks like there's been no let-up. Yeah, I think that's where London Clarkson and Sam Brunel and Cameron Taylor come in and, and help those young players understand you know, it's not easy. Every possession matters. you got to be tight with the basketball. Sometimes they get a little loose, the young ones, because, you know, they think they can make a pass that maybe isn't there, and they maybe try to play a little quicker than what they're used to or they're used to getting sped up. Um, that's when you hear people talk about players that play at their own speed or seeing the game slow down. Uh, that's going to take some time, and that is a process. But I do believe Mo Johnson is going to get there. And I certainly think Mox is going to help her get there because I think Mox is terrific and has done a really good job at Virginia. Yeah, she's gotten them to the point where at least you can see progress, even if it's not there in the win-loss column. There's always great work, of course, and it's always a win. When Debbie Antonelli shares some of her perspective, as she's gracious enough to do here in the fast lane. Debbie, pivoting from the women's to the men's side of things for the Virginia men's basketball team. How different is their lineup now from the one that we saw down in Winston-Salem a couple of weeks ago, about 10-ish days ago, with Jordan Miner more integrated into the lineup and now Dante Harris back at guard? Well, you know, the first possession of the game for Wake Forest when Jordan Miner got the start, Tony Bennett the night before told me that he was going to put Jordan in the starting lineup. And right away it triggered for me knowing that Coach Bennett likes to double the block when the first possession for Wake and Efton Reed caught it on the block, and Jordan Miner played him straight up and they didn't bring a double, that to me meant that Tony had almost a week to get ready for that game. He had made some tweaks and changes, and this was one that he was going to go with. So now when you're anticipating that Virginia's going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to hard hedge and try to level off the ball handler, they're going to double the block, sometimes they switch the shoot. Now they got you thinking. And uh, Jordan Miner is. Clearly, at 6'8", he's got enough girth. He's about 240, 245. Uh, he can play against a taller guy straight up. 
and wall up a little bit better than maybe the young freshman Buchanan, who's still got some time to go, who's going to be a great player, don't get me wrong. He's going to be excellent. But I think right now is in the midstream, a time to change, and that's why Tony's one of the great coaches in our game. He's willing to, to make that change. And uh, I saw it immediately, and I think it was one of the things out of my mouth because I was a little bit surprised that they didn't double. And I'm sure um, Steve Forbes at Wake Forest was thinking the same thing. You mentioned what Virginia's gotten from Jordan Minor. How much does his presence, people talk about Dante Harris freeing up Bree Speakman. How much does Jordan Minor free up Ryan Dunn to be the more athletic player Virginia can use in the post, but also move around kind of like the queen on the chessboard? It's going to be one of the great coaching moves inside the ACC that Tony makes this change is what I believe. And, and I say that because of what you're saying. You get players back to their more normal, natural position. You can put more of your offensive package in. You've got an offensive rebounder on the weak side of Ryan Dunn. And Dante certainly takes some pressure off of Reese because he can score and he can handle the basketball against pressure. Uh, He's a more experienced guard. I think those things all matter when you can get the natural rotation and the natural role players into places on the floor where they feel most comfortable. And I think that's what's going to happen for Ryan Dunn because of Jordan Minor. Debbie Antonelli is the Twitter handle. Debbie Antonelli 12 on Instagram. And, of course, ESPN, Westwood One, CBS, multifaceted in her analysis of college basketball, both the men's and women's game. For the Virginia Tech Hokies, they got a win last night. How refreshing is it for you just as a basketball fan to see the way Virginia Tech beat Boston College with their defense, their help, their physicality, matching Boston College? And oh, by the way, for one who loves you know this part of the game myself, Debbie, 16 of 16 from the charity stripe. Yeah, well, you know I love that uh, a team can make free throws, but uh, you have to have guards at the end of the game to close out the game. So, you you know, one of the things that I always look for are who are those closers that are going to make free throws to finish the game off. I watched a good portion of that game last night when I returned from Salt Lake City after calling a Pac-12 men's and women's game. And when I was watching, because I had been in Castle Coliseum just a few weeks ago, uh, I think, you know, Hunter Couture makes Sean Padula so much better. Sean's such a capable scorer, but he's kind of a different point guard than I think Mike Young has had over the years because he's more of a score first, pass second, whereas his other point guards have been pass first. But the, the space on the floor changes when Hunter is on the floor because he makes everybody else's job just easier. He cuts hard. He defends the top player on the other team's perimeter. And it helps Sean because it takes some pressure off of him. It gives him another secondary ball handler in the backcourt, somebody who can make plays. And uh, it changes the space because Sean is – he likes to invert to the block. He's certainly capable of taking a point guard inside to the paint and scoring. And he has great range on his three. And I think when he's playing with Hunter, he's a much better player and certainly a, a terrific point guard in the ACC. And that matters because every possession matters in the league. Debbie Antonelli stepping into the fast lane. Debbie, we're thankful for your time and perspective today. We'll keep it locked to ESPN, the ACC Network, CBS, Westwood One, and by the way, Debbie Antonelli 12 on Instagram and Debbie Antonelli on X or Twitter or whatever people wish to call it. Thank you for joining us. We'd love to connect again and talk some more hoops. 
I always love coming on the show with you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure. Debbie Antonelli with us here in the fast lane. We pivot from the ACC to CUSA, specifically the Liberty Flames, with Naz, Paul Nazigan of the Liberty Flames Sports Network, next here in the fast lane.